0: We encounter toxins every day living in today's world. From air and water pollution to pesticides and the like, one quickly realizes that in order to stay in tip-top health, we must make detoxing a daily practice. The trouble is that it can be hard to find an efficient, gentle, and affordable product that can do just that, unless you know about Sheila Cheat. Shilajit is a natural resin that melts easily into hot substances, turning any cup of coffee, tea, or even hot water into a naturally healing and detoxing drink. If you're interested in helping your body cleanse, heal, and renew on a cellular level, head to naturalshilajit.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S-H-I-L-A-J-I-T dot com and use my code Mac G, that's M A C G, to save 10% on your order today. Move beyond surviving and start thriving with natural Sheila Jeet. Welcome to my human design experiment. Hi there, friend. Welcome back to Mystical Mac. It's Mystical Monday this time, because I recorded two episodes last time. (laughs) I talked a little bit last time about how I seem to be terrified of being myself when I'm put on a stage, and that's what I need to do is be myself as opposed to follow a script. So much so that I'm getting my yoga teacher training certificate, with this delusion that I'm never going to become a yoga teacher which is a delusion (laughs) but this fear manifests nowhere as plainly as it does in my intense need to procrastinate on my podcast it's even to a point where I have ideas for things to talk about, I become set on ideas and I procrastinate. And maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I need to stop getting set on ideas. Maybe that's my mind trying to dictate where this show is going to go. And this show is not for my mind. This show is my human design experiment. And that means it's for my inner authority to speak. In fact, at some point in time, I would like for this show to surprise me. Meaning shit that comes out of my mouth is going to surprise me. Oops, sorry, we're a minute and a half in. I usually try to keep it clean for the Instagram live or in the Instagram TV. Um, Sorry. (laughs) But genuinely, I'd like to get to a point where this podcast surprises me. Where things just come out of my mouth and I go, oh, well, that's the truth. (laughs) Didn't know it, but here it is. (laughs) Not there yet. I don't know when I'll be there. But right now, I'm starting by being more conscious while I speak. Even if things are thought out, I would like to properly pause between my words. I'd like to reduce the ums and uhs. I'd like to give myself room to maybe say things that I didn't know before. This episode, I want to dive into this idea of courage. Frankly, I'm trying to make it a shorter episode because I feel that courage is much more in the action than in any of the words that I could say about it. Also, I just feel like we've had several very long ones and it's good to have a little break. But let's get into it. What is courage? Hmm. I feel that before we get into it, because this is a big, big thing, wherever you are, let's just take a deep breath. Maybe maybe you'll place your hand on your heart before you do this. And maybe another hand on your belly. If you're driving, it's okay. Just keep your eyes on the road and inhale with us. Take a big inhale. Let it reach your belly a little bit more. And exhale out your mouth. One more time. Last time make it big. And out of your mouth. If you close your if you closed your eyes, flutter them back open. Now that we're present, now that we're grounded, let's think about this idea of courage. So many times, at least in the stories I grew up with, courage is shown as this godly-like quality where someone heads into the fire fearless or the equivalent for whatever story it may be. And we forget that Courage is more along the lines of heading into the fire full of fear. (laughs) But not quite letting that fear keep you from doing what you need to do. This life is full of nuances. It's full of situationals. There's nothing in my experience that you can say works across the board. Of course, you can take something so broad as say, like, well, awareness works across the board. Sure. But then again, you even have situations where you're not ready to become aware. And that's okay, too. (laughs) I giggle because truly the only constant here is change. And courage is this idea that you can be incredibly scared of what's coming. You can know that you can't escape it and you can know that maybe you can't even change it. But you're willing to do what you need to do. You're willing to stand where you need to stand. And sometimes being courageous will feel really good, and sometimes it won't. Like, for example, I am excited to finally finish this yoga teacher training, but I am terrified for when I come to a a page in a notebook that I need to fill with a sequence. And better yet, I am terrified for when I go teach that sequence. I'm terrified, completely and utterly, but is it going to stop me from getting the certification? No. Is it going to stop me from putting together a sequence? No. Is it going to stop me from eventually attempting to, you know, be hired and teach somewhere? Yes. (laughs) That was surprising. That's my answer right now. I guess so. I guess right now fear will stop me from trying to actually become a yoga teacher somewhere. Isn't that interesting? That's not so bad. I would think that this kind of answer would be really bad because I need to be ready to be a yoga teacher now. (laughs) Isn't that ridiculous? I'm not even done with my training and this incredibly overachieving and sometimes highly critical part of myself is going, nope, you need to be ready to teach right now on the spot. Meanwhile, this other part of me is very clear on like, well, we're not ready for that. So we're not going to try to be a yoga teacher, not even in our minds right now. And the interesting part is it actually takes courage for me to face that thought because I am of the anxious personality where parts of me could easily be like, oh no, this might mean that we're never going to be a yoga teacher. But I've been doing this self-work thing for a while now. I've been working with different parts of myself and learning to become aware of when they arise and what they are and what they're doing, why they're there, who they are. And that part of me that chimed in saying, yes, fear is going to stop me from trying to become a yoga teacher right now, even in my mind, it's coming from this place of feeling like a fraud and feeling like like it really doesn't have anything to offer. And where do I get from pushing that thought away out of fear? Where do I or rather what do I get from pushing that thought away out of fear? Where do I find myself if I shame that part of myself? Well, first of all, shaming is not going to make it go away. It's just going to make it dive deeper into my subconscious where it's going to be harder for me to reach it. And it's going to act in backwards ways because it's shoved into my subconscious so instead of me being aware of you know taking one step at a time and the like maybe I finish the training I get really hyped and then I get an interview somewhere and I don't go not really a person to no show but that's a really interesting sneaky way that me shaming that aspect of me and Nick getting shoved into my subconscious and acting out of that subconscious place. That's an interesting way that that could manifest. Whereas if I am just aware of this, I can take it one step at a time, I can get all the help I need and by the time that I do decide to interview somewhere, I'm ready. And I can have that fear of, oh my god, maybe I'm going to suck at this. But it's not going to be the fear of, I'm never going to do this. I'm going to have worked with that fear. I'm going to have worked through that fear because I'm aware of it the whole way through. I'm watching the lectures and every time that little aspect of me pops up going, we can't do this, we can't do this. I just go, it's okay. I know you feel like this right now. But look, they're teaching us exactly what to do. And you have so many resources available to you. Let's just take it one step at a time. And that's courageous to handhold these aspects of you that may make you feel like if you handhold them, you're never going to grow beyond them. But it's actually the opposite. If you don't guide them through, you'll never grow beyond them, they'll remain stuck there forever. I also speak on courage because last time I talked about oh IGTV got some extra minute here <laughs> extra minutes <laughs> bye guys I speak on courage also because last time I talked about this experience that I had with an incredible shamanic medicine and how it's very possible to resist the medicine and to resist the changes that it is bringing about in your body and that resistance is another way in which we're shying away from expressing our courage not just that resistance when you're experiencing that kind of experience such as a medicine like combo and the like however also just resisting life in general you know a person that you really liked but that hasn't really been replying to your text messages you don't let them slip away like they're supposedly trying to you know you try to keep pulling at them and pulling at them and it doesn't work that's a way of resisting that's a way that we're not exercising our courage to have faith that if that person is really meant to come back into our lives they will we can express our courage when there are hard conversations to be had and we know that we must start them. There are so many ways to express courage, but one of the key ways is that you have to choose it. You have to choose to see where you can be courageous. You know, a lot of people don't even see clearly enough to see when they're taking the cowardly way out they're so focused on surviving on just making sure they have their share and screw everybody else that that they can't even see that they're doing things the cowardly way you know that person that you know that instead of you know they'll tell you oh yeah I'm going to dinner I'm going to dinner with you guys I'm going to dinner with you guys and then the night of dinner comes and they don't show up and then the next day they go oh my god guys I'm so sorry this happened and they don't just do that once or twice they do it most times if not every time and then on the off chance that sometimes they show up and I'm the type of person that I don't have friends like that. Because my friends and I, if you decide last minute you're not coming, you're just going to own up and you're going to text me as soon as possible and be like, hey, change my mind, not coming. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. That's like a very basic way of being cowardly, right? Not trying to face that in the, in the moment, I guess. That... um feeling you get when you have to cancel last minute i know we all feel it we've all felt it but that's a way it's a very simple very small but very effective way that people don't exercise their courage a lot of the time how many people do you know that will do that kind of bs instead of just being like hey change my mind or, hey, I'm going to take a nap instead. Hey, thanks for inviting me. I'm so sorry. I, I can't come after all. The people that really, truly care about you are not going to drop you from their lives for doing something of the sort. Of course, like there are situations where that is really messed up, if not completely unacceptable. Aside from very key circumstances. But you catch my drift. There are small and there are big ways that we can be courageous. But what I'm trying to say here, ultimately, is that we have to want to. You know, my my boyfriend and I, we, we talk about risk-taking often because he's a fan of it. He's always been a sports spreader or not. I guess not always, but like he's been a sports better for a few years now. And he's always liked gambling. And now he's interested in finance and the markets and the like. We talk about risk taking and he told me once before that I was a risk taker, right? Or at least I appeared to be. And I had to ask him, I was like, well, is it really taking risks if oftentimes the quote quote risky things I've done are just to me the only way the only path in those moments and I suppose I don't know if it is nurture or nature I don't know if it's a bit of both I I have no idea how it is that I I developed this but I have this thing inside me that When something scares me shitless. Or I should say, when something is going to progress me forward. And I may know this intellectually because, you know, I've researched an opportunity or whatever. Or I may know this in my gut. Or it just feels like the next right thing to do. Whatever. When something is going to progress me for far further, (laughs) Um, I go with it, even if it scares me shitless. And if it scares me, like this whole yoga teacher thing scares me, I know that I'm actually heading in the right direction. Now, there's a difference between being scared like alarm bells and being scared like knowing that this is going to lead me into a whole new path, into a whole new avenue of my life, opening up this whole world for me that I can't even fully imagine yet, that kind of big and quote-unquote scary, those are the opportunities that I know I have to lean into regardless of the fact that they scare me. Regardless of the fact that it's terrifying. And I don't know why I've always been this way. I really, truly don't. Um, It's... I very much identify with this lyric by Taylor Swift in the, the song Peace from Folklore. And it goes, I've never had the courage of my convictions as long as danger's near. And it's... I like that because... My convictions seem so courageous and once I make them, they are there and they stand and there is not a lot of dissuading me, if any, at all. But me, myself, am I really courageous or am I just unable to step off this unbeaten path that I'm trekking? I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that I I come to moments where I'm realizing that I am making choices. You know, this isn't all determinism. No, not at all. It, it's me making the choice to move forward even when parts of me are begging me to turn backwards. And they're begging me to turn back because they're scared of the unknown and they have never been held through the unknown before. And I'm committed to holding the parts of me that are scared through the unknown and propelling forward with courage, which at the end of the day just means that you've got this fear. Of course you have this fear. Anything in life that is worth doing is going to stir a little bit of nerves, a little bit of fear within you. Maybe not because the thing itself is scary, but because the thing itself brings about big waves and things and changes and and that can be scary that is scary do you think that the first time a caterpillar emerges from the chrysalis they're just like oh i got this i know what i'm doing like maybe but most likely it's like whoa this is a whole new world oh what are these things these are wings okay let's try them out bloop a butterfly likely doesn't have a brain big enough to feel fear in the way that we do but my analogy stands in the sense that when a butterfly emerges from the chrysalis after having been a caterpillar it can't it's got an inner knowing that it it's meant to fly now but it still has to make the choice to take the leap so Even if you're like me and you have these inner knowings and you're more inclined to following them versus not, you're still going to find yourself coming to places where you're making active choices or where you're making active choices against what you actually want and against where you actually want to go. Like me, when I procrastinate, when I sit in my bed and I play Animal Crossing and indulge in cannabis and go to sleep, you know, um, instead of just recording this podcast first um, or any example of the like. So what does courage mean to you? Let me know either in my Instagram DMs or leave a review here or go comment on the IGTV, whatever it is that you'd like. But what does courage mean to you? If you don't want to tell anybody, just think about this in your head. What does it mean to you? Is it this idea of never having fear ever, which by the way is impossible, by the way, this is impossible. To be completely fearless is impossible. Because fear is part of what formed us in our experience. I mean, the fear of falling is actually a natural fear that we have. Like, that is, I believe, the fear of connection and the fear of falling are the two innate fears that we have. But even then, we have innate fears. Right? So is... Is somewhere in your head courage this idea of being completely fearless? Examine how that may not be super helpful. Examine how that either makes courage more attainable for you or less. Ask yourself if courage means that you do something even though you've got this fear looming. And not just you do something even though, but you do something with this fear. You do something carrying it with you. How can that definition of courage propel you forward? How can that definition of courage help you... help you become better at noticing when you're upon something bigger? Help you become better at noticing when you're letting fear push you towards the cowardly way out. Think about courage this week. And next week, I'll come back with some other deep thing for you to think about. Um, very soon, I'm going to be recording a a special episode with um, a special guest. <laughs> I've mentioned this before. I just don't want to give any more information until I've actually recorded the episode and I can give a little bit more information in a sneak peek sort of form. But till then, I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for listening. I promise I am attempting to become a better speaker, a more concise one, a more inspired one, and a more from the heart speaker. Thank you so much for for enjoying this platform with me. And I will catch you next time. Stay mystical and stay grounded. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Mystical Mac. For future episodes, click that subscribe button. And to help us spread this podcast far and wide, consider leaving us a review. Also, consider checking out the social justice links in the description below and going to mysticalmac.com to read up on my blog and find out about my tarot card readings. Also, follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Mac Guerrero. Lastly, thank you so much, James, my amazing editor, for putting this podcast together for us. I'll catch you next time. Stay mystical and stay grounded.